This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Pink suits with hats to match. Big cracker dolls and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner. Cause niggas know that it's money on Yo, what up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, a.k.a. the Tinfoil Hat Titan, a.k.a. the Conspiracy Realist, a.k.a. the Technology Snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text me with your green bubbles, a.k.a. I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach, also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me. Mister, if you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me. A.K.A. the West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? And it's your man Dame going wild, the West Side landlord, the pride of PA, high chief Dame don't fuck around, the liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite Dame, and the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk podcast because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. Let's go. Welcome back. Shop Talk Podcast, episode 133. You sure? Yeah, man. I'm positive, fam. Because I felt like we did two weeks in a row the same number. No, we didn't. Uh-huh. I, don't fuck I always up. fuck up the count. I don't fuck up the count. I got my numbers right. You right. know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, man. 133 weeks, man. We really got like 134 episodes. But... Consistency is all it shows. That's know, all. That's all that matters is the consistency. Yeah, man. This is uh, this what, the next to the last episode of the year, fam. All right. This, Can we do why I hate Christmas next week? Well, it's gonna be after. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, because right. I, I still man, hate. This it. is the Christmas episode. I might do want to chime in on why I hate Christmas. Okay, yeah, then we yeah. might. Then we'll touch on. It. Yeah, we'll, we'll touch, touch on, on that today. All right, cool, cool. How how was your week, brother? Uh, week was interesting. You know, we had. You know, a somber moment in the week. Our homeboy Muddy, his wife, uh, he did his funeral. He, his wife recently passed. Yeah. And the funeral was this uh, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Muddy got up there and did an amazing job eulogizing his better half. Man, I couldn't have did it. Man, I'm talking about he had everybody in that bitch crying like a baby, dog. Yeah. Like in real life, man. Nothing but love and respect for him, man. Um, and he was a grown man up there. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't have done it. And <laughs> I don't want to make. I don't want to sound crazy when I say this shit. But like, I don't know if I've ever loved a woman to the point where I could get up there and speak as eloquently as he That's did. Deep. Like, That's I, deep. you know, I love my kids' mothers. Like, I never dragged them on air. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in public. I, I mean, in private. You know, I didn't say some yeah. some things that I might regret, but I never drag them on air, even yeah. though I have. The opportunity, 133 weeks now. I just want to <laughs> let y'all know that. Like, it's, it's the grace of God. But, nah, I just, I don't know if I could ever put together those type of words for somebody. Man, we spent a lot of time together last week, man, just, you know, trying to hold a brother up, you know what I'm saying, laugh, joke, drink, and the whole nine yards, man. And he said he was going to do it. Uh, something took over, man. He had people coming down to the altar afterwards. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah it was powerful. And this like my man, my man. <laughs> like so We didn't we didn't set up in the studio, had drinks and talked yeah, the so, craziest of crazy shit. 
Uh, I mean, if it's ever a such thing as a, a good funeral, you know what I'm saying? That was an excellent send-off, and he, he represented it real. You know? For sure, for sure. Other than that, just a regular week, man. I'm glad I ain't got. I don't go back to work till like next Thursday. Oh, work. So you know, I'm I mean, happy for that shit. I mean, I don't go back to work for another twelve hours and shit. You know what I'm saying? You uh, gotta work tomorrow, man. Hell yeah, though. Fuck your job. Fuck them niggas. Um, other than that, man, that's that's it. Yeah, man, that's it. So we can talk about a couple of things that. Matter of fact, we're gonna introduce our guests. We got guests Uh-oh. in the building. We're gonna go. introduce our yeah, guests. Yeah, we got guests in the building. We got things us. to talk about. I'm pretty sure they sure. probably want to chime in on some of these things. For sure, for sure. Uh, I feel like I need one of those intros. Like y'all got like. I've been oh, you. I mean, we, right. we 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 fuck around around that's, on that's, the mic too. So I mean, I know you got the bars ready. Yeah, man. I know you're ready. I wasn't prepared. Though. <laughs> I mean, I'm ill prepared. Right. I don't want to stumble. Y'all shit was just so smooth, man. You feel me, man? Like, you know, long, long time coming. You, you, you pulled out conquistador, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I felt some kind of way. I should have one of those. You feel me? I used to have one. I, I can't remember. <laughs> All uh, the AKAs. But, but please introduce yourself, brother. Okay, I go by the name of Clemmy. For anybody who has never heard of me, I am a fat guy who is from Toledo, Ohio, and just <laughs> trying to live life the way that I live it. <laughs> I'm one half of Violent Giant, and I am. Honored to be on Shop Talk. Man, man, man we're glad to have you. Pleasure. Definitely. I'm Chief Alone, a.k.a. One Half of Violent Giant, and I'm definitely honored to be here myself. Definitely. Man, man, we appreciate y'all making the trip up here. Definitely, right? definitely. Man. I know we, uh, before we came on air, you mentioned that y'all been, y'all been on the state property tour, so, I mean, we appreciate y'all taking the, taking some time off tour to come come kick it with oh, us. Oh, man, it ain't even that. It's more like, you know, we we, we just... Doing any kind of everything, doing everything, any kind of outlet to push the album, man. We really want. We, it, I mean, I'm not saying it because it's our music. I think the album is so good that everybody should hear it. You know? Album is dope. So, we, you know, I put Jay up on it facts. because the reason. So, Clemmy, not I know you don't know me from Adam, but Mo Dirty is like one of my homeboys, okay. one, one of my closest, my closest niggas. Shout out to Mo. Oh yeah, so so Mo introduced me to your music. Years ago, okay. I remember you came up here. I think you was still like with the transporters. Yeah, you came up here, did some music with him. I was like, yeah. God damn, this nigga can rap. Yeah, but you never put out shit. Yeah, <laughs> and I was joking with Marv when he came up in there. Marv was like, Man, I done known Clemmy a decade plus. And he ain't never put nothing out. Talking, we was just in the studio with him like a couple minutes ago. He was just talking that same shit. You ain't gonna put no more music out. This is right. the only music you gonna put out. Yeah, That's man. It. So. uh we been we been vibing to the project and shit. We gonna get into it. Uh, we gonna get into the project deeper, man. But before we do that, we want to touch on a couple of things that happened this week, man, in the city. Uh, number one that was on the list, uh, I'm sure y'all saw. Uh, young boy jumped out the window. What? And, uh, Tory Lanez. Yeah, Tory Lanez. Oh, oh man. man, talking crazy to talking a legend. Crazy. I mean, for y'all who don't know, I mean, Royce was just online. Someone asked him about the yeah. The the uh, little verbal altercation yeah. that him and Jonah Lucas went through, yeah. and they had like, who do you think that Tory Lanez won? He said, no, like it's okay to say that, right? Yeah. Like that be okay disagreeing is hating. Yeah. That's what the, that's how young niggas take that shit. Yeah, and so Tory, you know, um, he was in his feelings a little bit, and he, he said some things, and then Royce kind of like, all right, fam. Yeah. It's a, it's just my it's opinion. My thing, I mean, right. you know, what I'm saying I'm just going. Chop it up to that, and then he was like, he deleted the tweet. But then he was so worried, in my opinion, he's so worried about what his fans think. Oh, you scared of Royce? Ain't nobody scared of 
Rolls 57. 57 and all this. And then, you know, Royce like. Yeah, that's crazy. I, 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 he and, told the nigga to suck his dick. Yeah. That's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and you know what? I, I'm, I don't know. You know, I don't know the man personally. I just know people who react like that. The kind of people who react and do things like that are just, I don't know, just insecure, man. Thanks. You know what I'm saying? I think, I think. I think to react like that, you got to feel some type of inferior, uh, inferior to a man because there's no reason to jump out like that. You know, there's no reason. I mean, it is a battle. Somebody gets to have a chance to win. Somebody gets right. a chance to lose. You know. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, I like Tory in that little battle, not the Royce at all, yeah. but like him and Joiner. I like mm-hmm. Tory can rap. Tory can rap. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, would you be interested in the whole Tory Lanez rap album? He no. he might as well because <laughs> it's probably gonna be do better than the, the singing album. I don't. I ain't interested. But when you tell when you invite another man See, that's to suck he, your dick, like you op- you open it up different rules of war. And he spelled aloud wrong, and that really pissed me <laughs> off. I don't love anything. <laughs> oh, that that really irritates me. Oh man. I really did something to me. Hey, man, man once they stopped teaching these kids cursing man, from school, it's, uh, it was, shit, uh, English uh, them went man, out the window. You don't get chicken pox no more. All this shit is crazy. Yo! Really, like, I thought I was the only yeah. nigga no, that listen, realized uh, that listen, shit. Man, no like, more chicken pox. Yeah, man. Like, I'm a father first, you know what I'm saying? So I got three kids, and I do everything, you know what I'm saying, hands on with the kids. So over these times, man, just the evolution of how this shit is changing. I don't agree with a lot of this stuff, man, that they're doing, man. I just don't. They I got I got five kids. I got three. Ain't none of my kids ever caught chicken pox. Because they, they vaccinated. Them. They don't, you don't get it no more. Yeah. When I found out when my kids was young, I'm like, they're doing what? And they're like, oh, yeah, this shot is for the chicken pox. And I'm like, my cousin, they don't have a chicken pox. Like, oh, they don't get chicken pox no more. I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> they, right. they, they swap chicken pox for peanut allergies. Because I ain't never in my life understood niggas yeah. to be dying from peanut butter. Friends. They make them different like, these days. It's like, like, you can't tough, bring man. peanut butter into school. Like, oh, no, no. Yeah, like, you can't bring it into school. Like, if, back in the day. Yeah, if you, got a, if you got a party, the kids got a party, you, they can't, ain't nothing peanut butter allowed Peanut butter is kryptonite. Peanut yeah. butter will have you in the morgue. They killing people. So <laughs> when did this shit start, dog? 2000 hey, or something? I don't know. Crazy, Yo, at my son's school, there's a little girl. She has a dairy allergy. She can't. Well, no, that's mil- no, nigga, milk, che- like, oh, when you eight, nine years old, you can't drink a glass of motherfucking milk? Well, black folks ain't supposed to drink that shit. just too damn soft, man. That's how they I are. feel, man. I just they are. They're too soft. They're soft. Their blood is like, thinner. And it's everything. kind of a thing for me because, like, I'm kinda, I kind of had this little spat in recent couple of days, man. And, talk and, to and them. Let's hear about it. It's just some, you know, I, my kids are, I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm real big on, you know, my kids' grades and, and and school and etiquette and sitting right at the table and everything you know everything about it so um i've been gone you know since even before the album i was in atlanta for a few months um and and then with the album dropping and being on the road and doing all these things so i haven't been home you know what i'm saying since kind of like the beginning of school since august you know yeah and um my kids grades was kind of slipping you feel me and i got my kids are all straight a students right and uh even my old, my oldest son is like one of the smartest kids in the country. He got invited to the White House by Obama Shit. his last year. Not in my class. The, in, in the country. The yeah, in, in the, the country. country. So he, yeah. um, you know, he real, he real smart, you know. So he goes to, you know, St. John's, which is a big uh, school there. And, he, you know, straight A student. And he's pre-calculus next year. He's a freshman now. Next year he'll be pre-calculus. And he's going to college, early college and all that. So he has four A's and four C's. And I'm like, and then these are classes you don't even get seasoned. And he's in like honors Spanish two, um, he has uh, honors algebra two, um, which is they I don't know why they do that now weird because they do. He went from 
honors geometry last year, which when he was in the eighth grade, he had all juniors and seniors in his class. Mm. And then they go from there to algebra too instead of – I don't – that's backwards. When we were in school, they didn't go that nah, way, right? No, nah, it didn't. That's weird, right? But that's a whole other thing. School is completely school is different, compl- bro. I'm completely like, different. I, don't I mean, it. school is broken. So it was though. a thing, and I had put this on Facebook. It was a thing about it because you know me and her. Um, I, him, he's 14, and my other son is 10. And since I've been gone, it's really been the boys that's kind of been. But you know, I kind of got a structure since I haven't been there. It hasn't been a structure, and their mother is a great mother. I'm not saying anything wrong. I'm just saying that you know she doesn't take care of the structure. How it, you know? Yeah. How you do it? How I do it. And they're kids. So when kids get, you know, you give them an inch. There's always rows. There's always a disciplinary. When kids give them an inch, they take a mile. So last semester, they kind of, you know, it was two C's. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, what's going on? You know, y'all better get it together. But I haven't been there to get them them together. Now this quarter, I see now it's four C's. You feel me? So, you know. Y'all jumping out the window. So I lock it down. I'm like, oh, it ain't going to be nothing. You feel me? So she, she has, she's texting me. And this is what I'm saying. Like, everything is so soft. If I say anything, I'm being, I'm overreacting or I'm doing, you feel me? It's this like is my thing. world. Like, this, this is shit, my world. This shit is, and it's, yeah, and yeah. then I'm passionate about the shit because I'm a nice guy, but I don't bend on my kids. You feel me? When it comes to the kids, ain't no bending, right? So I'm like, they're on punishment. She wants, she wants, she wants to, their, her mother to take my oldest to the store with, her mother wants to take him to the store and her to help him with some blinds, and I understand that, but he's on punishment and he can't go, right? She's upset about that. Then she says, well, I got these things lined up for Christmas, and I want him to do this christening at church, and I want him to do my, my sister's having a Christmas Eve party at her house for dinner. She says dinner, but, you know, and, all, and, I, and I understand all those things. But you're on punishment. But you're on punishment, and my kids can't go. And I'm like, it's not... It's not that. It's, it's 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 the it's the it's the it's the chain of command. It's the oh, if we stop the punishment for a holiday, or we stop it because your grandmother calls, or you stop it because you know what I'm saying. When is there you any, can't pause the when shit? When is there any now, sacrifice? There's never a sac. I mean, there's, there's never a consequence. You feel me? Where's the consequence if you don't have to sacrifice anything that's good? For sure. You know what I'm saying? And fuck Christmas. You know what I'm saying? That's my <laughs> thing. Like, like if. So you mean to tell me this this holiday is more important to me getting these kids right. online? Like, man, because ultimately what it end up doing is teaching them. Like, as long as I come up with a good enough excuse, uh, and that's, that was, then I can get and a that's, pass. And that's why the because my, my, like I said, my son is real smart, so he's basically doing enough to get by. Like, I, I, I'm teetering. You know, I don't have to be. You know, that, I mean, he's a high school. This is first year in high school. He's going to games and stuff now, and going to parties and going girls. to people's houses. Girl, well, he goes to all boys school, but still, girls. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And all like. All all these things and it's like these things are distractions and if you you can have those distractions as long as someone's there focusing on you because they're kids he doesn't he doesn't understand mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying it's like he i know multitasking brand new yeah it's, it's new to him right mm-hmm. so you have to give him that structure and the structure has to be concrete because he'll be in college and once he get if you don't give it i went to college for four years so if you don't have that you'll be behind fast because right. there's no one telling you what to do there's no one telling you what to do or when to get up, and there's no attendance. There's right. no anything, you know. And if you don't prepare for those things, man, I'm done spending my money on your education. Yeah. With that. You know so what I'm what, saying? What proves that you're right? Because like, I don't have any children. You know what I'm saying? So this is Me a conversation either. that I'm I'm, I'm talk I'm gonna I'm talk like I'm an expert, but I'm not. But <laughs> but like, how your children act when you're not there is basically how, how they really act. How they really act. So if you didn't went on the road for a couple of weeks and you see a little bit of slippage, clearly then. I need to enact these things because once he get to college, it's gonna be worse. And that was my thing. I said like, like 
as soon as I came back, I instantly seen the change. I see that they're not doing like we have a system of things that we do, you know, and then and 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 and, and it's different. It's just different instantly out yeah. the gate, you know. And I can see everybody's different. All the kids are different. Everything is different, you know. And 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 they're smart, so they're hedging their bets. They're kind of like, let me see what we can get away with while we can, eat. you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Things that they right. wouldn't try and what and they're kids, so I understand. I have a kid mind. My parents, especially adults, we have the we have the misconception of thinking that kids should understand. Right. Because they're older. My, he's you're 14. You should understand that. And that's not the truth because if you think back to how you were when you were a kid, you thought you understood things, but you just didn't. You have a kid mind. You're and, smart for your age, but you're not, yeah, you're smart you're not adult yeah. smart. You're not right. adult smart. You, 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 you don't. You your don't. Prefrontal cortex won't be yeah. developed until you're you, 25. You, yeah, you don't. Thank you. You don't put things into perspective like you should. And, and, and the type of things that you think you can get over with your parents, you just, you just think you can outsmart or, me. You think or, you can do these things. Or even better, the type of shit that you can get over with your mama <laughs> is completely <laughs> different than the you bullshit with your dad. you can get with you me. Feel me. Because, yeah, I was born at night, just not last night, my Period. nigga. You, you know me? what I'm saying? Like, you can't, <laughs> like you can't pull that shit on I'm, me. And I'm, and I'm for it, too. You see what I'm saying? So I'm, a, I'm, I'm one of them that'll let you go ahead and try. Try it. I wish you would try it. You feel me? Go ahead and try it. I want you to think I'm stupid because I'm not stupid, my name. It's funny. <laughs> you had that conversation like, nigga, you know I used to do this shit. Yeah. Right. See, because my son, I got a, I, my oldest son is 15. And to him, I'm a fucking, I'm 37. To him, I'm a dinosaur. Right. And nigga, I'm 22 yeah. years older than yeah. you. Same like, literally, yeah. I remember being in 10th grade. <laughs> and on, I have friends and now that were my friends in 10th grade. grade. And on top of that, though, like, when I was 14, I was a different kind of 14 than you is, though. You Fuck see it. what I'm saying? I, I jumped off like, the porch a long time ago. I'm, like, I, the shit that you getting into now, nigga, I had been doing. My, my, my point my point is, like, you know, my childhood was stolen from me. You know what I'm saying? I had a, a rougher childhood. My father was killed when I was, like, 13 years old. So by the time I was 14, I was doing things that mm. I ain't had no business doing and all. You know what I'm saying? Which I would never, you know what I'm saying, want... For my kids, so I, but just I because raised my of those experiences, you know, I know better, right? Yeah. And I know things, and it's not like, and, and this is what the thing people be like, well, you're overreacting because it's not like you have bad kids, and I'm like, that's not the point. The worst thing about a, a, a kid is the, your biggest crutch could be you being smart. Mm-hmm. Because somebody, when, when you're, I was that kid, I was so smart, I was really smart, I was probably the smartest kid in the school, you know, but. I didn't get good grades. I didn't get a lot. I got a lot of trouble. I got suspended like forty nine times in high school. It was like ridiculous. I just got. Oh, I got. But I was never. I wasn't a menace. I just was just. You know. I mean. I was hurt. I was doing a lot. Like, you know what I'm saying? Acting out. Acting out. You, you, you feel me? When you smart and you understand, like like these rules, not really that important. Like you start. But you. But but maneuvering. But, maneuvering. Yeah. But it's. But the thing is, like a, a smart is a crutch. You feel me? Because you're smart. Because yeah. you're smart, you can lean on that, and somebody can outwork you every yes. time. Like you can yes. get outworked yes. every time just thinking that you're smart. I'm smart. I can do that. I never studied. I never studied in college all the way through because I didn't have to. I was smart. But had I studied, you know what I'm saying? I could have done a lot, all these things. You, you don't have the ethic. When you don't have that work ethic, and then I don't want my son to be like that or my kids or my daughter or any of them. You know, just like. And then the thing, I got to be harder on my kids because, like, I only got a small window with you. 18, 19, like, granted, you can still be in my house, but you're a grown man at that time. And if... Shit, the, 17. Yeah, and... Like the, getting cars and going and being out without... And the world going to be way harder on you than I'm ever going to be. That's my... Listen, I have to tell my son this. I said, because he goes to this school, and I understand that he goes to this school where it's predominantly white, and you have to... I mean, it, it costs $13,500 to go there a year, right? And I say, I'll, the majority of those people that go to that school have a privilege that you don't. You don't have the same 
leeway. You know, you don't have that same type of I can fuck up yeah. mentality as those kids have. You feel me? So I know y'all all kids, and that's tough to put on you. But you are a young black man, and that's just how the world is. And it's my care. job to make you understand that. It's my job to make you understand. If you don't understand that, you fail. I fail. Not you. It's not your fault. You're a kid. I fail if, if you don't get that, right? Yeah. So, right. I, so, the, so you know, if, if this is the way I have to do it, then this is the way I have to do it. It has to be some type of consequence. You got to have consequences to things. And without consequences, the world would be chaos, you know? And you know, like, I just I can't budge. Yeah, no, can't give you an inch. I can't budge. I can't give you an inch. Man, you know it's great that y'all brought this up because the the other thing that we had on the list and being as active that you are in your children's life, I saw a video clip of a um a young man who was a wrestler in school. I and just his, seen that. And that his, was his coach or a coach there made him. It wasn't the coach. It, it was, was the, the ref. referee. The referee. The referee. Made him cut his locks off. Did what? you see this, no. Chief? He made him cut his locks off I'm or a, forfeit the match. I'm gonna tell y'all wow. this, and this is, and I, and I, and I, and this, and I, I'm ashamed of this. But had that been in my son, I, I would have missed this podcast because I'd be in yeah, prison. Facts, definitely. There's no way. I mean, that's crazy. It's no way in hell. No way in hell. No way in hell. And that's, I, I, and I hate, I hate anything that's unfair. But that's not only unfair. It's it's so much of so many other adults. How are all these adults okay with this happening? Right. How are you don't know why this man growing his hair? Is it religion? None of of that is even. Why? Why does that? Why is any of that even an issue? Why is that an issue? He's here. He's wrestling. Right. I mean, why is his hair? Was it a? I don't understand. It was covered. It wasn't like an event. Yeah. 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 That's crazy. And then and then in the middle of the match and, and it's not even if. It's a school in in Toledo that makes you cut your dreads off, right? And it's a uh, and it's a private school, and and people were in an uproar about that. And I was like, well, y'all pay to go there. If you don't want that, then go to another school. Go. I'm all right with the rules. I'm so, not. But no way in the we're in the rules is in the middle of a match that a, a, a kid has to be humiliated in the front of a fucking gym and have his hair chopped off. That's impossible. It's impossible. It couldn't have, like if I was there, it didn't even have to be my son. I'd be in prison. I would have went team? crazy. Were they like Where starter dreads? No, no, they was like shoulder lifts. So how is, how did he how is he even there? He had to be there before. The, yeah, this is the middle, this the middle of the said, season. They said right. yeah, it's the middle saying. of the season, and they said the re- the, the, the 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 ref has already been accused of racism before. It's like a already on the edgy thing, and they're like. You you have to forfeit or cut the dreads off right now. How is that even an ultimatum? He should work at El Camino's in Toledo, Ohio. <laughs> they don't Period. like people with dreads in they their establishment. It, it, that's my point. And but listen, <laughs> when you know they're like that, I just don't go though. You feel right, me? No, I understand yeah, how excellent. the world works. So but really. something like that is just. It, it, it's, so what it's, kind of what kind of conversation? What kind of conversation do you have with your child after he comes home? Uh, first of all, yo, maybe what, you couldn't make it to that game particularly. Whatever you know, what I'm saying because. But what would you have? What kind of conversation do you have with your son when he comes home? Uh, I'm, I'm, di- I'm, hurt. I'm hurt. I can't even say I'm. I'm, I'm not disappointed in my child because, like you said, kid shit on the scale of importance. This wrestling match is a motherfucking raindrop in the Atlantic Ocean. I yes. don't give a fuck. I, thank you. But oh but like God. we are like the same because we parents. How I am for sure. Yeah, I don't but, really care about that. But like I'm, I'm more so hurt for my child that oh, he was put into a position where he was forced to make. And, this and decision it, and on the spot. So powerless. Did you watch him? Yeah. He won it, and his head was just down, and he was so hurt. And was because so that's hurt. embarrassing. That's, and then that's, uh, that's, uh, that's, adults. 
told you to do it, so they're, you, they're you clapping feel like them up. They're making oh, you're a champion. Nah, nah man, I'm not. This doesn't make you a champion listen, in life. Man. Listen, it, it would be hell to pay for 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 me. I'm not gonna lie to you. It would be hell to pay. I can't. I, 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 nothing in the world would hurt me more than my children hurting, and that's mm. and it's and it's tough because I, I can't shelter my kids. I've right. I, and I try. I mean, I try to so much. You know, my daughter is. Um, my daughter was born without her left hand, so she don't have a left hand. So when she growing up and she got older, you know, kids are mean, mm-hmm. and kids have never seen a little girl with another without a hand. Right. Yeah. So you know, you know, it used to, you know, she's a girl, so she's emotional, and 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 and, and me as a father, I have to keep the emotion out of it because I can't keep telling her there's nothing wrong with her, and then reacting every time somebody says something about her hand. Mm. You can't have both, right? Yeah. Yeah. It can't be. Don't There's nothing them. wrong with it. Don't talk about my daughter's hand. You know what I'm saying? Because it's emotion. It's an energy. You can feel it. You can yeah. feel the yeah. hurt. You can feel the... So I have to understand and then make her understand. Like, listen, I think you're the most beautiful girl in the world. And you're perfect, and there's nothing wrong with you. And there isn't. My daughter is a she's a, 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 a national dance champion. She goes to a performing arts school, which is harder to get into than my son's school. She plays the baritone and the tuba. You know, she mm. she does uh, oh man, just crazy and plays the whole thing. You know, and she does all these things. But then you you still have it's it's a thing about society that they like to dwell on what you don't have, right? Yeah. Forget all these other things that you do have. They want to show you the imperfection that you don't have. You right. don't have that. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's just your natural instinct as a parent that I'm going to protect my child at all costs. At all times. So, I mean, if I would have been there, in the, my son had grown his hair for like three and a half years. And, like, if I would have been there in the building and somebody saying, you got to cut it or else, hold, hold on. You're not going. First of all, you're not going to have this conversation with my child. Like, I'm here. Yeah. I'm thank you. It shouldn't even be just a thing. just point just point us to the stands. Me. I'm here. And I handle it from here. What's crazy about that too is like we're having this conversation. I've had this happen to me before. Literally. Really? I, when I was a senior in high school, they said I had to cut my hair off to play basketball. And I wouldn't cut it and they cut me. And it was a big thing. Um and I and I believe it and like I said, I was more because I was kinda when I was in high school, and it was public school, man. It's just these public schools, man. I just don't believe. I don't like the What's way they. They worried about the wrong things. They worried What's about up? the wrong things, you know. What's and, up and with this hair shit, though, man? I think that. I think. I think that. I mean, and this is just my. You know, everything I say, right, is anecdotal. So it'd be things that I've went through and experienced, and I've come to my own conclusion off of my own experiences. So I don't kind of like assume things or whatever. So, well, my conclusion was is people are afraid of young black men. So Thanks. when you're afraid or if you just feel uncomfortable, it makes you lash out. You got to show your authority. You got to poke your chest out. Well, anything that can make your light dimmer so I just don't feel the way I feel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I've always looked like this. You know, I've always been a bigger guy. I wasn't fat when I was younger, but I was, I was you know what I'm saying? I was an athlete. And I always had wild hair. And that's even more intimidating. Facts. And then what's more intimidating than that is I was intelligent. So I was more intimidating. Then what's more intimidating than that is that I was a self-everything kid. I was self-employed. You know what I'm saying? I was self-motivated. I did everything myself. I bought all my own school clothes. I did all my own. Everything I did it on my own. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have parents. So it was kind of like 
oh, this cat, he thinks he's, you know what I'm saying? He thinks right. he's this, he thinks he's that. He, but, and, but and, I, what's so crazy? Like, but, Nine ninety two, ninety three. I had braids, right? Mm-hmm. And like that was before, like braids was like a thing. It was like mm-hmm. a, I guess the bone had just came out yeah. before mm-hmm. Allen Iverson and everything. Mm-hmm. But like I was always like an outcast. People always looked at me like weird because like what's up with this kid and these fucking braids and these braids. You know what I'm saying? I think saying? we all had long hair in the nineties. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. And then like this shit was wild. And then I cut them off what ninety six, and then Allen Iverson came in the league. Oh, and then they was and then it was cool then. Oh, but listen, look how they did Allen Iverson. It's the same way. Like before him, no one wore corn, cornrows in the league. Yeah. So once they start wearing cornrows, once they start dressing with the, with the, with all the ice and all these, and now that was a dress code. Yeah. You feel me? So, and see, that's that's, a, that's something I was gonna touch on because now all these the schools I feel like are ran almost similar to prisons. Facts. All the yeah, kids yeah, have yeah. to have dress. Definitely. There's uniformity. We all have to we look have to alike. Be the same. We have walking to be, straight lines. No individuality. Don't don't talk out of turn. Yes. Like shit. Like yeah, and that's school. First off, school is definitely a school to prison pipeline, but school initially was designed to get you ready to work in a factory. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? That's Lines and rows. Yeah. Uh, we give you grades, grade A. Like, you know, that's how it was designed to work in a factory. And Henry Ford created the eight hour workday, by the way. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So that all that shit plays together. And to your point, how you have a genius school, uh, a genius son who gets four A's and then four C's. What would you do if a doctor gave everybody the same medicine across the board? That man, listen, that's crazy. you would be that's killing people man, left listen, and right. That's right. crazy. I, I talk about this is crazy. I talk about this like almost every day. These type of things, like I talk about every day, because I'm real big on like all of this, all of this stuff, all word association and and and, and mind brainwashing. Like I yeah. believe that all of this shit is just brainwashing, right? And 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 that's that's the doctor thing is like a real big thing. Like, what would happen if like what would happen if you went to the doctor and they didn't tell they couldn't tell you what was wrong with you? The majority, if if people didn't know. So all it has to be categorized. All of it has to go do a one thing, even though if it's probably not going to cure you. We got to right? try it out. We got to try it out on you because if I can't just tell you and this person and that person no. You know what I'm saying? Because it would it would, it would it would it would form chaos. All of this shit is structured. The same thing with the high school shit. Like it's it's a the public school system is designed to fail, especially where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like and, and and it's only the way they run it. My, I didn't understand this until I got kids and they start going into schools that aren't designed like that. Yeah. There aren't mm-hmm. any bells, right? At, at my kids' school. Right. When I was in school, it was a bell. It was a bell, and right. it was a lockout. So yeah. if you're if you're if you're eight seconds late, they shut the door and you go oh, to the right. office. Right? How is that educating my kid? How are you? How, what's how is being suspended for a child that's truant helping did, a child out? Right? I don't know. Did y'all see when Meek was on CNN? Yeah, um, yeah. And he was talking about the first time he entered the system. He got kicked out of school, and he was scared to tell his mom because his mom worked yeah. three jobs. Yeah. She didn't want to take a day off. So he went to school anyway. I used to do so that he went to jail because yeah. mm-hmm. you, you went to school. That's my point. How is that helping right. a child? That's what I'm saying. That's, but, and that's the s- protocol, right? That's the system. A system like that is designed to fail because how is that helping you? Designed to fail. Them. It's Babies. designed to fail uh, our, us. us. Us, definitely. It's definitely a, a difference, man. The the, the 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 school my son goes to is maybe two miles from the school I went to growing up, and the difference you can't tell me that those kids are just smarter than these kids. They all live in the same neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just that this one is showing you how to succeed, and this one is showing you how not to. Mm. And it's that's just as simple as it gets. So, 
you gotta it's nothing that is not being done all across the world. So in your home, you have to just change it. And it's tougher because everybody can't afford to send their kids to those schools. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? It's the same about being healthy. Like, everybody can't afford to eat healthy. No, but you can't afford this dollar cheeseburger with bacon. You can get this entire pizza that you can probably feed your three kids on with $5. Ten nuggets for $1. There's no way that's chicken. That's terrible. There's no way. Fam, listen, dog. (laughs) As much, listen, in real life, as much chicken as we eat, Nigga, it should be chickens everywhere. I was where the fuck that. the chickens at? <laughs> like, you should be that. stepping on chickens every fucking where. Here's a whole other thing that I talk about, too, about, like, the mind, I mean, the word association and things that, like, how all of this stuff is just a brainwash. It's just the way, right? So when you make, and this is a thing about how I raise my kids. Like, I, I have a system how, you know, they come home, they, they take your school clothes off, you sit at the table, you sit upright, you do your homework first, you get done with your homework, you read for 30 minutes every day. Yeah. All right? It's just a system. And you get done, you go play for a little bit, I cook dinner, you eat, you take your shower, you're in bed by 8.30. Always the system. There's no electronics, there's no TV on school days, right? I have nieces, nephews, you know, cousins, kids and they come over and they're like oh it's strict at your house or it's different it's this and it's like well that's y'all because y'all not used to it being the no way discipline. but my kids don't think of it like that because it's just the way it's when it's normal. the when it's the way it it's makes the norm. it's the norm right there's right. they don't even know anything different and and everything by that standard everything in the world can be taught that way mm. everything here's an example the reason why it's humane to kill a cow and inhumane to kill a dog is because people don't eat dog. In America. It's the, I mean, in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On purpose. You, so you kill a cow, <laughs> and, and, and it, it serves the purpose. We need cows for beef. So for their purpose, we have to make that humane. We have to make it make sense to everybody in the world that this is okay. And then you'll go to jail for killing a dog because it doesn't serve our purpose. And we have to, we have to make you understand that this is not what we want. So so it's the punishment. Yeah. You feel mm-hmm. me? It's the same thing. It's the, it's, 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 it's the, if you can it's just the way. No one ju- no one judges it. It's just the way. But let niggas find out a dog tastes like prime rib. Oh man. Right. Hey, it be bar- pit bulls dead everywhere. Barbecue up, 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 up. Oh, you niggas eat dog. Y'all just don't know. It. You keep <laughs> right. fuck with sure. them Chinese For spot. Sure, I, I just watched a video last week of them chopping the dogs up. Hey, man, like in I, real I, life. I, just, I, pr- I pray to Jesus over every meal that I have. I pr- and I, I just hope. The real- hope don't kill me today. Man, definitely. The reality is, man, you can't trust none of these motherfuckers, man. I'm telling Fuck you. Fuck no. You can't trust them all, man. You know, telling what none of them doing. I don't trust them no further than I can throw them. Um, man, first off, I love this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> it's me I, love, day, I love this fucking conversation, and it makes me uh, understand and appreciate uh, this project even more. Um, because, like, I can tell the meticulous amount of detail that went into it. Well, what I think is a meticulous. Y'all could have right, right. freestyled the whole shit. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But no, it right. seems... It's, the project been, now, from my knowledge, the project been at least at least a year in the can and y'all yes. been working on it. Yeah, it took it took it a little over a year. Yeah, it took us about, um, about six months to make the album and then, uh, you know, I took the time to get the mixing and mastering together. He mixed and mastered the entire project. Like, That's what's up. About... Uh, three times so it was three different albums and then you know we had yeah we we, <laughs> we, <laughs> we did a lot of we did a lot of changing oh we did a lot of changing a lot of uh, 
we were gonna put out three albums. Mm, okay. We did a lot of songs. We did almost yeah. we did like twenty six or twenty seven songs. Right. And, and the name of the project is Violent Giant. The name yep. of the project Violent is Violent Giant. Giant, and the name of our group is Violent Giant. How'd y'all come together? Um, we're both solo we, artists. Yeah, we we. I'm, I'm a fan of his, a real big fan of his. Right. right? Yeah, so yeah. he had put out this project. It was called 2020, and I was listening to it for like a month and a half straight. Like when I, when I, once I get into a project, any anytime I feel like inspired, cause I rap, you know what I'm saying? And I, I mean, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm all right. <laughs> so I like good music, right? Facts. And once I get some good, my hands on some good music, I'm just listening to it. So I was listening to it, and I'm like, man. So I got a session. We, we, we uh, going to my homeboy Logic crib. Shout um, out to Logic. Shout out to Logic. Logic did the intro, and organic. But um, I go to the recording. He's in there, and I walk in, and I'm like, we doing a project, me and you. <laughs> He's like, okay. Yeah. So that's just how it started, it, and we just started doing records. And then um, we did a couple records, just playing around. Yeah, Didn't we, really, you know what I'm saying, get into it. We always working on music together. We just always work on music Just knowing together. each other, you yeah. know what I'm saying? I, I always put him on my albums. Okay. No, no, I got so. like five albums. He put out albums all the time. I, I put, put out, out an album, album every five years. <laughs> every year. I put an album out every year. So. Okay. okay. I got like 20 albums. Yeah. You know, so, but on all streaming platforms right now, I got five albums. Okay. So, um, the last, like, two or three albums, he, he, I always make sure, you know, I got the same people on the albums. So yeah. He's one of those guys, and, um. So I'm just kind of just at the studio, and then he comes in and says that, and I'm just like, all right. So immediately I start. My album, my album had just came out uh, that July. I had a listening for it. and then, But he's listening to the album before that album. So, you know, yeah. he was telling me that. So I um, basically just start going into the vault, like listening to songs that we had and seeing what we had and everything. If, you know, we was going to keep those songs, just getting ready to start p- producing this album, and then... I asked Logic because we was at his studio, and um, we had did a couple records, and he was like, "Let's go to the records that we got together." Yeah, and I, I asked Logic like, "Yo, where's the songs?" Because he, you know, it was his studio, and he like, "It's an album, it's a folder on there called Violent Giant," and I'm just like, "I just like, all right." So I go to it, and then I look like, "Why was it named Violent Giant?" That's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> now, I said, "I said, yo," he was like making some like hamburger helper or something in the kitchen. He come in and like. Well, so I'm like, why did you name this Violent Giant? And he was like, I don't know, just producer shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, producers just knew that. They name anything, you know, off the top of their head. So I was like, this is the name of the album. And he was like, all right. And he went back in the kitchen. I'm just like, so I called Clemmy, like, yo, told him the whole story. So that's basically how the name came. And, you know? and what's crazy about that is in its simplicity, it also has so much intricacy into it as well. Definitely. You feel me? So, and that's symbolically what the album is. The mm-hmm. album, even like in on the records that we have, in its simplicity, you listen to it and like it. And then if we told you the meanings behind it or or, or <clears throat> intricacy in it, you'd be like, "Oh, now yeah. I really like the record." Yeah. So it's you know it's so much different. I mean, like the Nas record per, per se, the Nas record, right? <laughs> oh, we gonna get into that. <laughs> <laughs> I always explain. I always explain the Violent oh, we're Giant like this. Get to that. <laughs> Always explain the violent giant like this, like you have hip hop, right? Yes. I'm about forty five years old, right? It's the youngest one of the youngest genres. Yes. And so in forty five years become in forty five years it becomes the biggest genre in the world. 
So, you know, it takes over the world. That's yeah. violent. How yeah. violent, how fast it happened is that's how violent it was and how big it is. That's how giant it, that's yes, what it it's is. A, it's, it's so big. It's a violent giant. The music is, right. yeah, the hip-hop music, yeah. music yeah. is definitely yes, a, it's violent a violent giant. giant. And so that's exactly, we, we represent and, that and, 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 and the violence doesn't, like, people see think of violence and think physicality. They think murder. Yeah. And the, the, the music is so big that it's violent, that it hurts, that it's like, that it, that it can make you feel. Making your face scringe like this is violent. Yeah. Also, like, so, listening to three of these songs specifically who that I can't stop listening to, like, I hear pain, I hear poetry, uh-huh. I hear artistry. Like, I, li- I just hear, like, art. Right. And in an in a area or f- that's filled with so much other stuff, it attacks it violently. Thank yeah. you. You know what I'm saying? And what's crazy is that's, ex- <laughs> like, you're saying the exact, like, key words, like, when when they ask us, you know, what what is the album? And it's the the one word we say is what is it? It's art. It's just yeah. what it is. It's art from the album cover. From the cover, from yeah. The, you know, it's that's what it is. It's it's our art. Yep. I, I mean, I, we I, we've always been firm believers in music is your art anyway. I think Thanks. everyone's album. I mean, everyone's music is their art. I have no problem with anyone doing their art because you know you got to be able to express it no matter how it is. It might not be my cup of tea, you know what I'm saying? But everybody's art should be, and this is our right. art. On a canvas, you yeah. know, and 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 it is intricate, intricate as it can be. You know what I'm saying? That's how art is. It could be, you can see it. Then you'd be like, I could have made that. My son could have made that. Yeah, but, but to that artist, you, they know where every you know. speck, what every every because yeah. that is their art. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And then the fact that you all are two solo artists that kind of came together because a lot of times you throw two people in the studio, yeah. it's not going to sound cohesive. It's, you know, it, you got to have that chemistry. You got to have the same it's the, love and, it's you know, the depth feeling. for the art. It's yeah. the feeling. I think yeah. it's the feeling. Like, that's what, that's what, I, my, my biggest thing about the art of the album is it feels so good. The yeah. album feels so good. The feel of the album, man. I, 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 and that's what made me want to do the album when I was listening to his album that I was listening to. And, and I wanted this album to make me feel like how I felt when I wanted to start doing music in the first place, you know what I'm saying? When you you right. get you, you just get that feeling, you come home and, and and you just getting off of work and and you park and you can't get out the car because you're like I gotta finish listening to this joint. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what I'm. So um, I don't know much about Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, like in real life, we got Ooh. one of the homies, um, Paper Paul. Paper Paul. Paper Paul. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Molly did his whole album. Yeah, you know okay. what I'm saying? That's, that's, the, yeah. that's, that's the homie. That's the homie. Been up here a few times. Sure. Like that's really the homie yeah. and shit. So you know, he from Cleveland and yeah, shit. For sure. mm-hmm. I don't know much about Toledo. Um, I do know a little bit about how you grew up. You know, you share with us that sure. you know the the, tri- the trials that you went through at, at 13 or whatever. Where are you from? What city? What neighborhood? And well, what neighborhood? And, and likewise, both of you guys. Um, I'm from a neighborhood called Hillside Out Hill. You know, it's a um, it's a it's a part of the city that was kind of like not a part of the city when I was younger. Okay. You right? So like, you know, you got your south sides, you you got your you got your north sides, you know what I'm saying? You got all your gang activity, your people's from the hood. So the, the people from out here was kind of like a it's just its own part, you know? And it was it's working class, right? So it's like since it is working class, people kind of like frowned upon it. Y'all got parents, y'all got, you know what I'm saying? Things like, you know. Mm. So, I mean, because it's, you know, Toledo's a rural city. It's not a lot of money there. It's not a right. bunch of, you know what I'm saying? So Factories. It was kind of like a forgotten part, so we we kind of made it something. Like people act like we're not going through things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like like when I I when I when I got when as a child, 
I was very well off. My father was very well off. You know what I'm saying? And after he died, I was dirt poor. Mm. You know? And um, that's just Tell how the two I, cities. To tell the two cities. So I've seen both. You know, I've done both. You know? And even, when, even though my father was well off, we still lived like... You know what I'm saying? I mean, because he was, you know, he was he was a hustler, so we lived like he was a hustler. Yeah. So even though we had Porsches and Benzes and my father on gas stations and all, you know what I'm saying? But even even with all that stuff, it was still guns everywhere and dope everywhere yeah. and type the of, culture. you know what I'm saying? The culture of, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't that life. Like, yeah, Violent. So, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I grew up fast, you know? I grew up fast, so. I grew up on the west side, um, Woodstock area. From like, um, I don't know, like six years old to maybe about fifteen. Then I moved. To, look, still in the same neighborhood, but you move around the corner, yeah, yeah, things yeah. like that. Yeah. So I grew up in on that side of town, you know. And I just, I kind of just been rapping ever since I was young. I kind of been doing this my whole life. Yeah, they were rapping young. Him and my homeboy yeah. Philly that I had a group with back in the day, like eleven. Philly, they was rapping young. I didn't start rapping till late. Until yeah. I got older, until I was like out of high school, mm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like always 17, knew, 18. I always knew that I would be doing this, so that was kind of the you know the the plus and the negative is like the plus is like a lot of kids at 20, 21, 19, 20, 20, they don't know what they want to do, so they're kind of confused. They mm-hmm. jumping around job to job, doing all these kind of things. So me working in in this music thing since I was 11 and trying to rap and start my own company at 14 and all that kind of stuff, I kind of knew exactly that I'll be producing and owning businesses and things like that at my age. That's extremely dope. Um, so who was like, so you you knew you, wanted, you, you, knew you were going to be a rapper or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, who was some of your early influences? Man. Ooh. I heard, well, Ooh. technically... Uh, Nas is my favorite. Kind of <laughs> yeah. goes through it, you know. What I'm not, it, it's crazy for me because it's like it's kind of crazy. Like you look, my favorites is like Snoop Dogg and Michael Jackson. Okay, you know what I mean. So then you go like after that, then you go like Jay Z and Eminem. Okay, okay. So like that's it. Like that surrounds my entire you know thing. But you know, growing up. I was so young listening to hip-hop and things like that. I knew everything about it, but I had nobody to talk to about it because I'm 11. So when we go outside and play football, they just want to play football and talk about cartoons. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yo, y'all see Big Daddy Kane and <laughs> MC Shan. And, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm hip to everything that's going on and things like that. But I, I you was know. young. I had a young uncle. My uncle wasn't too much older than me, and he was really big in the hip-hop. Uh, shout out to Craig. He might be on here. but uh, So he... And we lived in California when I was younger, younger. I, I didn't move to Toledo until I was, like, in the second grade. Okay. So, I mean, I was born in Toledo, and then I m- moved out there, and then we moved back. So he used to have me at, like, NWA concerts out there or whatever the things we could do. You know what I'm saying? He took yeah. me everywhere with him and all that. So I was in the hip-hop so young. You know what I'm saying? That's all mm. we listened to. But Nas is my favorite artist. You know what I'm saying? And it always likewise. And, and, and since he's my favorite uh, artist, like I feel like you're priding me, Jay. We'll get there. We'll get there. And, and um, so I, like, just because he's my favorite, I don't even I don't even believe Nas is the best artist ever. I just believe he's. I mean, he's just my, my favorite. favorite. He's just yeah, my yeah, favorite. Yeah. You know, and always has been. And, and he got me through a lot of times, man. And listening, excuse me, listening to his music, even like with this album, I kind of wanted to feel how. It it was written felt the first time I heard it. Like, you know what I'm saying? The first like five songs it was written just brought you in so crazy. I'm like, that's the yeah. feeling we need. We need that feeling, like, cause ain't nobody changing 
the channel after that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We need we need this to hit so so yeah. tough that once they in, they here. Ain't no ain't no way of getting out of this. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So those were that's what I was going for. I mean, on top of that, and keeping it relevant, like it's 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 tough keeping. What's crazy is that I Meek Mill kind of had the same struggle with this album, this Champions album. In August, he played the album for us in Atlanta. We was in Atlanta uh, for the. Um, Jay-Z and Beyonce tour, I was with Free, and we was at Jeezy house, and he starts playing the album. And he has this, and he, and he says something like, um, streaming, he says, streaming is, uh, is, is so new that, like, most of his constituents that listen to him, you know, they don't have debit cards yeah. and stuff like that for streaming. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They, they from the hood, so, like, his numbers and stuff don't reflect, Who not gonna really reflect who's to really him. listening to his music, right? So he's saying, like, He's kind of burdened with making the music for his core fans and also making the music for people who will stream his album for yeah. him to get the kind of promotion that he needs to get the type of, you so know I, what I'm saying? I'll drop a Dream Chasers on, put on that piff so y'all can listen to it for yeah, free. for yeah. free, yeah. Because and that's kind of like us coming together. That's the same, us coming yeah. together is that struggle. It's that same struggle. Like, I was thinking the same thing, like, because, you know, like, even, like we were saying, like, the, the music is our, is, is our art, but... Most people aren't making this kind of music no more, so people are listening to other things. So yeah. we don't kind of really know, you know what I'm saying? It's like we want to, to get out there, but it might it might be just too 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 much substance, too much, you know what I'm saying? Man, I'll tell you what what made me look at the album totally. So there's three songs. First mm-hmm. off, the whole shit is fucking fire. Appreciate, appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate it. Definitely. Uh, Ray and Ghost, yeah. fire. Yeah. <laughs> That's Rain the last Ghost. song we did. I got a story about that. Ray and Ghost is fire. Uh, don't tell me I don't need you though. That's, yeah. that's now the, I want to play. That's I, the sleeper. I got a question from this. I want to play just this little. I, I got a question about the bar over here. Uh-oh, what uh oh, <laughs> what bar? you think it is? Uh-oh. This is my favorite interview thus far. Opera. I want you to take me. Listen, that's the first. Thing, it's the first thing Marv said when hey, he got look, the car. Look, 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 hold on. <laughs> So what I'm like, I'm like, oh, this is not just music. Yes. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yes. So can you explain those bars a little bit? Because that don't, <laughs> don't take me further. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, I'm going to let him explain it. But you got to know you got to know what the song is about. Yeah. So, this, right. so go ahead. So basically, <clears throat> so before I get into that, we um, the how we did the album, it was like no ideas went unnoticed. We just did every idea we both came up with. Okay. So he would call me with idea. I would call him with idea. So I had this idea, and I'm like, I want to. You know how guys you hear songs where they're rapping about. It sounds like they're rapping about a female or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. But they're talking about music or how music saved them. I'm like, we should make a record about hip hop, talking to us, telling us don't act like I don't need you just as much as you need me. So it makes sense now. So our verses like, aren't us rapping. Yeah. Cause like in real life, I'm thinking like I, I got the vibe that is it's talking about something else, but then yeah. it 
I'm like, oh, when I when I think I got it, I'm like, well, wait a minute, no. In this tense, it don't really make sense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, it's actually hip hop talking. To, we're so rapping of, as hip-hop. we're rapping as hip hop, and they're talking. To, his verse is talking, talking to, to him. Me. That's a mind and fuck. my verse is talking to me. That's a yeah. mind fuck. So it's so it's so you know hip hop saying if you stop rapping, I die. Thank you. You feel me? You know what I'm saying. So that's where the whole thing, you know, don't make me make me Oprah, don't make me opera. Yeah. Now you don't make me think, Oprah, don't make me Oprah, Oprah don't, don't make, make me opera. opera. It's I like a giant. I don't want. Further. I don't want that giant. I want you to take, not me, take further. me further. Don't kill me. He yeah, says I'm a further. moderate mandra with the entourage to back me up. I'm the genre. Don't tell don't me. Act, I don't don't tell me I don't need you. <laughs> no, no. Man. Oh crazy. man, and that's what it is because and it's like. It's kind of and like you know when he said that it's kind of more like denies the hip hop is dead thing. Yeah, like, it's, it's hip hop saying like I could die. And that's where that's I could where die. in Nas album, I mean in a Nas song, I say if hip hop is dead, we got an enemy. Yeah, you know Period. what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, so that was that's where that bar came from that song. Yeah, because the, so- the song is the song is is what. And it's the feeling I feel that like I yeah. felt everything in there. All of those things are fact. Just that don't act like I ain't give you that leeway. Don't act like I don't see you with freeway. Yeah, you feel me? Don't act like like you know it, it's all of that. You know, because uh, I'm like, all right, I, like I got this shit. I, I get the test. <laughs> <laughs> and then you would say, but I'm like, hold on, but now that that fuck up my theory. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so it's not us rapping. I want you to make it rock for me. Make yeah. it pop. Yeah. You know? So it's so basically I need you like to make this. it pop for me. So you, you got you got like we hear classical hey, nigga, music. This shit gives me the biggest smile <laughs> on my fucking face. <laughs> so look, look, we we got we got you look at hip hop like. Or classical music and 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 uh, jazz and all these things, we look at this as classical stuff. But to hip hop, it's its peer. Yeah. So it's like, don't make me them. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So to us, like we may have we may have other artists that we all think that's classic or fans think are classic, but to us, we don't want to be them. We want to be. We don't. You know, if they fell off, we don't want to be them, even yeah. though they were great. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So it was like, you know, don't act like I don't need you just as much as you. So need what me. kind of? Okay, so. Uh, since y'all are big giant Nas fans, y'all know uh, Stillmatic just hit like 17 years mm-hmm. or 18 years and shit, right? Yeah. Uh, and I think like Rewind is one of the dopest songs Crazy. ever. Crazy. And and honestly, there has been no one else who ever even tried to recreate that song. Yeah, right. Because there's a lot of thinking that goes into that Definitely. shit, right? Yeah. What kind of process went into that song, rapping the whole song as hip hop? So y'all got to have a conversation about this. Or do y'all both no, just no, show up? Let me up? tell you this. Fun fact, hold on. This album, we barely, it's crazy, we barely did any verses in the same room. Mm. Now, we were in the same sessions. Yeah. All the I, sessions. I don't like listen that. to the beat when I write. Okay. Well, I, I don't write either, but I'll hear, all I need is my first line. I listen to the beat till I create a first line. Get that tempo, get that, then, then he leave. go outside. And then he, when I come in, his verse is down already. Or I may finish first, and then I'll come back in, and then I'll just put my verse down while he got headphones on or something. Then when he put his headphone when when my verse is down or his verse is down, whoever goes second, just put put it on, you know, go put their verse down and then we listen to the song together. That's gotta be a lot of trust in your partner. It's listen, I mean, he's one 100%. of the one of the best rappers. That's a Styles P and Jaden Kiss. Because I heard that I heard a I heard a reference yeah. to that yeah, yeah. on yeah. the on the rhyme too. That that yeah. that's on the that's on the Nas joint. My, well, so the so the Nas the Nas the Nas um correlation was I, it was my idea that I had because Nas is my favorite rapper, right? Yeah. So, and I always wanted to do this tribute to Nas. So I was like, "Has he heard it? Do you know?" I don't know if he's heard it yet, but we, we're taking steps for him to hear it. Okay. So you know, hey, everybody, he'll, he'll hear it. Go um at Nas on all your social media platforms. Yes, with the link. Yes. So um, 
he's a he. he uh, I said I, I said listen. I want to do this record, and I wanted to call it Nas is my favorite. I can get him to hear it. By the way, I'm gonna take you up on that. We're gonna talk about that. Let's oh man, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah man. Okay. So um, I wanted to do this joint called Nas is my favorite, and I'm like, but I want to talk about because my. <clears throat> I'm from we're from the Midwest, so we, we're influenced by all these musics, right? When you when you when you're from the the, the West Coast or you're from the East Coast, you're usually largely influenced by East Coast rappers or, or you know coast, what I'm saying right. that coast or your South. You, 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 well, we're in the Midwest is a melting pot. You're influenced by all everything. these everything. Yeah. So I don't I didn't want it to 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 be a song about Nas because I love all artists, Facts. right? Mm-hmm. So what I did was I took a lot of the Artists that I hold dear that I listen to through my through my life, and I, I said that I liked them in their own right, but I described them using lines that Nas said. I counted fifteen. How many was it? Lines? Yeah. I never counted them. Like I counted like fifteen. I, I, I did. I did just 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 lines. Lines and references. Sometimes it was just one word. Yeah, one you know word or, or 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 the scheme or however I could do. You know what I'm saying? But they were all to describe another artist. Right. right. So 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 and, and and my and and my whole thing for that was just like Nas should get the glory for those things. You feel me? Like Nas is the is the is the see all and be all. So yeah. so that was my part of it. That's hella praise for that. For sure, because and I believe that he he deserves that. Okay. So, so his verse is different. So I'm like, yeah. wow. Well, what am I gonna do? So I tell him that. <laughs> and like, then what this. am I gonna do? So <laughs> I just have my verse consists of maybe I don't know maybe forty. 40 song titles mm-hmm. from Nas, all his albums yeah. from the top, yeah. you know, all of them. So, I mean, you're you going to hear your ethers and, you know, it ain't hard to tell and all those kind of things. But, like, it's like almost every line. Every line has you a gotta song. You got to be Nas. a bar examiner to yeah. pick. And yeah. I was, I'm was, i listening like, all right, there go. Yeah. All right. Yeah. If you go look, if you go, you can go on Wikipedia or something like that. I know it's a place where you can just look at all Nas' song titles or yeah. listen, get his all of yeah. his albums. And you can just listen to my verse. You will hear at least five or six from every album. But when you say that, like a bar examiner, I know we all got to be close to around the same age. And that was, like, growing up, that was something that was important for me. I would would buy cassettes to open it up and read and see what they're saying. I would go, before there was a genius, I would go to Ola. And mm-hmm. look at yeah. all the fucking lyrics mm-hmm. of every cannabis song, every any song. Anything. I would go to Ola and listen to this shit. And I was, well, I, 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 still I, I used to want to, I used to want to, like, be. I just, I, I would, I'm a guy that I want to learn every every bar. So like, I was a real big Bone fan. So I used to want to learn. Shout every out to bar. Bone. So I would just be. Uh, just learning. I, I didn't even want to read them because I didn't want to cheat. I just wanted to be like, can I hear it and learn? You know, so I know most yeah. of all their lyrics. That's and stuff. what I was. That type of thing. Eminem. The first time I heard yeah. Eminem was just unbelievable. It was just unbelievable. I just, I, I, it was on cassette, and my brother bought it. And we walked from the mall. He had to go to work, and I was just sitting there listening to him. And he came back. I'm like, "Yo, this is," and I'm like 12, 13 years old. I'm like, "Yo, this is probably the best music I've ever heard in my life." I don't know. I don't know. I how still old. listen I to East 1999 Eternal. Facts. Yes. Facts. I mean, that's the music that you grew up to. The other day, I listened to it the other day. That's just great music. You know, timeless. I mean. First two bone projects, eighty million copies. First two bone projects. It's crazy, and you never heard nothing like that. Never heard nothing like that. And I believe, like, and and, you know, I believe nothing is 
by chance, I believe a lot of energy in the world revolves in the universe. So, my, so how I get on with, 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 with being able to meet the Rockefeller Cats uh, was like uh, I meet Beanie Siegel. I rap for him at this concert on stage in front of everybody, and it was crazy. And then he like, all right, you with the rock, right? And then he goes to jail for shooting dude, and mm-hmm. I just never keep touch with him. And, um, but one of the cats that was there had got my number named Hassan, and he was the Young Guns manager. So I ended up getting up with him in Philadelphia on some humbug when I was there to do Making the Band. I ended up making the Making the Band tryout, but he took me and had me battling all these cats in Philadelphia. So he's like, yo, crazy, I'm going to call you. So he calls me the next week, and he's like, uh, we got a show in Cleveland. I want you to come down. So I'm like, all right, bet. And I come, and the first people I meet is Bone Thugs and Harmony. Mm. It's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy, that's man. Crazy. And that's but like, everything happens for a everything reason. Everything happens yeah. for a reason. No, man. I don't believe everything. In ha- nothing, never, nothing is by chance. So, you know. So we keep going. So the the banter that we keep having about the Nas is my favorite is because Nas is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know we got this long like our listeners is probably tired of this conversation but we got because we whole, fight about it mm. quite often. <laughs> I hate think ether is better than takeover. Oh, I mean, I'm sorry, takeover is better than ether. Oh, the whole man. Nine. So like on the on the 18th, you know what I'm saying? I posted my stillmatic shit up there. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I mm-hmm. said if you hate, I'm deleting your comment. Yeah, he made a comment. I deleted the shit. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't hateful though. It was just my opinion. Like you like you can't tell somebody what's not their favorite out album. Because this is my favorite album, yeah. I'm not telling you that it's better than yours or your yeah. pick is like, yeah. but this is my favorite album. So what's album. your favorite Nas album? Still Maddie. Still Maddie. That's my oh, favorite okay. album, period. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Out of all the albums ever created. What's crazy is this. I have something like that because I believe that It Was Written is the best album ever made, mm. right? But I, my favorite album is from Nas's I Am. Mm. I don't, the album that you, different. The album that I don't. You I don't really fuck with I he am. Said it's like, I really, I, 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 he said maybe I, like two or three songs on there. Ah, uh, you. <laughs> I don't really fuck with I am. Wow. Now, I th- now it was written was my shit. It was is the. I mean, which is why I just point out, like I like to point out that when Jay said one hot album every ten year average, he had dropped Illmatic. St- I mean, Illmatic. It was written, and I am like, how can those three be considered trash? It's one man's opinion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It's one man. But, like, so I, I love Steelmatic, right? But I listen to Godson a lot. Like, I oh, listen man, to that Philly shit too. a lot. You know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not ready to say it's my favorite, but, like, I listen to that shit a lot. Nas grab you, man. All of his, like, I mean, it's, it's almost impossible not to listen to him, especially if you want something with some substance yeah. and character. Like, his, like, I don't know, man. It was just something about... It was just something about Nas the first time you heard him. It was just his cadence. And I, was, I, and I didn't used to be a fan. Like, I was I was a Pac. I was on Pac, right? Mm. So when Pac said, fuck you, it was fuck you. <laughs> Pac fans are You know what I'm saying? And the, crazy the, the, exactly. What's they, they a whole different I, breed. And the first line when he was like, I went to jail for snuffing Jesus. Back in, I'm like, no, you can't say that shit about uh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm not with you. Yeah. When, when Jay-Z <laughs> said some shit, like, you what's know. What's crazy? And when, evil, when, like, no, when, hit him up, when, when Hit Him Up <laughs> came out. I don't know if y'all remember this, but I think the 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 and if I'm not mistaken, the same week, um, if I ruled the world came out, it was like the same drop. It was the same like when I mean, that's when I got have to both of them. I was like both records was like the singles. You feel me? And I'm like, these are the two of the best songs I've ever heard. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's crazy. I mean, they're two different joints, but it's like Lauren Hill was like. 
was like the breath of fresh air. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was like it was so beautiful, and and, and the concept of if I ruled the world. And, and you got to look back at that time frame. This is back when Lauren was like untouchable. And she was a, on top. And like I said, when you go, that's what I said. That's why I said not things yet, back. Not quite she yet. wasn't there yet. This was she this was, was getting she, there. she was just on the Fuji's then. Yeah, she was. But she was. But she was. She, she was she, separating she herself the, yeah, from them. So she, 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 get to she was starting to Beyonce them niggas right then. Nineteen ninety six. Yeah. Yeah. So, but my my thing was it like. Cause you know I was I was young and I was really intelligent when I was young and I was you know getting on my grown man and I was you know I was thirteen so it was right after my pops had that passed and you know music I was getting into music real tough so and the thing with Nas is I had never heard anything like it yeah you know what I'm saying it was nothing like that it was nothing like that and then Pac was already nothing like him so you expected Pac to be but it, but. Even though you expected that, you didn't expect hit him up. It was just nothing like that. Nobody yeah. had ever disrespected anybody Nobody like that. that. Nobody Not had like ever. That. Not to that Not level. Not to never, that level. Never. You know? And it didn't even make the album. And it didn't even make the album. It's not on the album, period. And it was a single. Because I got the single. It was a single <laughs> yeah, cassette. It, was a single. it just had the single. So I had that single cassette. First time it was just and that it was song an, it along with a music video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Like, so, I mean, I don't know. It, it, it goes to, like, those moments. I have moments in my head, like, the first time I heard anything. The first time I heard, heard Thuggish Ruggish Bone... Like blew my fucking mind. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. It was like a, everybody was running in the house and we was playing basketball. 41? Niggas don't even quit playing basketball. Well, I'm yeah. like, what is y'all doing? And I guess on, it's on. I run up yeah. there and it was the whole thing, man. It was the harmony. It was the it was the hair. Y'all had the, it was the everything. The box. Yeah, the box. Yeah. Okay. The jukebox. It looked like that. Yeah. My looked like my alley where they were standing at. Yes. It looked like my alley. <laughs> yes. You know what I'm saying? It, it was like, like we go out there and recreate the video. I was like, what is this? Random question. Do Ohio fuck with um uh Crucial Conflict? Definitely. Cause like I, I was a big Crucial Conflict fan. Cause that Hey song, the was Hey like, song was great. Yeah. It was it, it reminded me of Bone too. So it was wild was because you didn't necessarily. Yeah. I had the album that with Hey. The thing was but they, Ohio is the dude yeah. got fucking. It was like country, Ohio. Yeah. Ohio got Bone right. Yeah. So it's like we gave all of those people a chance. Like you know when they came out, it's like because it's like what we have. So it's like oh that's hard. Crucial Conflict is hard. You know what I'm saying? But the replay value might not be as great because we have Bone. Yeah, and yeah. they con- they consistent. They you know that whole that whole time back then it was cord. just consistent. You know what I mean? So Sorry, you know, like a red cord right there, another charger. Oh, right okay. on the people the there last. You know they last and they they cool and they j- they jump out there and they did, dope to us. Did, but. Also, did Ohio fuck with Mo Thugs? Um, because like when I when, I, when I listen to Bone, been a Bone fan. When I yeah, listen to Bone, Bone like fans. they was mentioning Mo Thugs from the very yeah, first yeah. album. See, Bone Thugs are follow like they if, was putting their folks on. If you weren't a uh, if you weren't a Bone fan though, you didn't really know who Mo Thugs yeah. was. Like I was a fan, yeah. so I followed them. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of people didn't a really Bone like. Bone, Mo Thugs is like like you said you gotta be like a core fan. You know what I mean? Bone was so instrumental on like every level of my like like. Like the way they got on, like I, I tell this story all the time. It's like, because you know, when I, when, how I got on, I used to just go out of town to places, man. I would stand outside of the labels and give out CDs, and I would go, I went to every All Star game and Super Bowl and anything I could do, man. Anything that anybody was going to be at, and I'm giving away CDs, and I would press my own CDs up, man. And and, and you had to put the sticker things on on yourself, yeah, man. Yeah, and it yeah. would be, you know, the, the, the joints burnt one every 10 minutes and all we, that. And I would get a we thousand. F- of, we familiar with the whole you know And I would do a thousand of them and just go out and spend my money and go and try to find these things because of Bone, because of Bone, their story, their story about them sitting and flying out to L.A. with $100 between them and, and waiting for Easy e to call. They never met Easy e before. You know, they never met him. He didn't know them. They never spoke to him. 
and, and they just sit there and they're waiting for him to call a, a telephone that's a house phone, you feel me? And he calls and they rap to him and in two days they make that album. It's, a, it's, a, it's something about having a single focus. Because people, people won't do that. People won't do it. You can't get anyone to go do that. You couldn't get people to do that now. It's, with all this technology and all these things, you could even have a plug. But you couldn't get four people to go. It would be, it would, nobody wants to stand in the rain. That's what I always say. Everybody wants things to be cute and neat. And how, what are we going to be? And how are we going to get back? And how are we doing all but this? But when you got that type of dream, you got to be that laser focused that no that matter focus. how crazy it seems to everybody, to everybody else, else, this shit makes sense that's, to me. That's what that's what this is. That's what all, all of this has always been for me. It's always like, I really don't care what anyone else thinks. I don't care about how everyone, because I understand what my goal and my focus is, right? So and that's and that's how you get these results. That's how we sit here talking to you, gentlemen. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm 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 I've been blessed, man, to do a lot of things. I've been in a lot of situations and a lot of good places. I made a lot of good money. I got really good friends. Freeway's my brother, man. He's a great guy. I've known him 15 years, man. And shout out to Free. Shout out to Free. And he's shout been out to him. Blessing. He's too. been blessing for sure. And, and you know, my brother going through his struggle, and we yeah. with him, you know. And and but like these type of things, man. Like I wouldn't have or know or any of these people or do any of these things if I didn't jump off. You know what I'm saying? Like how I was if he doing. wasn't following the bone platform, yeah, for the platform, because everybody wants to have a bag behind them or a team behind them, and everybody has to go. And we need to know these and then like, yo, man, I'm just going, I'm just going, and I, and, and who I meet, I meet, and how I do, I do, and you never know. Man, I gotta I'm. give a shout out to Dame because he used uh, the Nas my favorite record as one of his. You know, we do a, a whose man's is this and a music, music pick of the week, and he mm. used that joint as a Thank music you. pick. Yeah, I appreciate, appreciate it, hey, man. So what kind of put me up on a violent giant? I've been following you on social media since Mo put me on. Okay. And like Dirt is like one of my day one homies. We tw- we 20 years in. Dirt like one of the best niggas I ever heard rap, man. I love Mo, man. So and man. so I remember I heard the food. It was like on one of, D- one of Dirt's projects. The meal. Mm. Yeah, the meal. Yeah. I heard the meal on yeah. one of Dirt's projects. So I was like, damn, my man got bars. So I started following you on social media, and I remember listening to Tastemakers like a year ago. Yeah. yeah. And that's back of like Instagram had just created like where you could save. Yeah. yeah. So I saved it. I was <laughs> like, man, this beat is crazy. So then I was fucking around on social media, and I just saw the post pop up, and then I heard Tastemakers. I said, oh, this must have been, must have been a project. And I was like, well, you know, fuck it. Sight unseen, I'm going to just download it. I am mm. paid it $10. Go ahead and make it mine. And shit, man, I'm a fan of hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? Like, we all talk about, you know, our favorite artists, what kind of click. And I know for me, I discovered some of my favorites just on the humble, just stumbling Mm -hmm. over shit. Definitely. You know, word of mouth. Trust trust in other people's opinions. And then trust in my gut instinct. Because, like, I like a lot of shit that probably... Like, one of my favorite songs ever was the shit that made me, like... Really love rapping, and it's a very obscure song all about my Fetty from the New Jersey Drive soundtrack. Okay. Wow. Young Lay, Mac Maul. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I fell in love, okay. like, listening to them niggas because they sounded so different. They sounded Definitely. so played. Definitely. And this was like an East Coast. This is an East Coast joint. Yeah, but these, Coast niggas from, yeah, these sure. niggas from Cali, for and they sure. sound, that shit, yeah. just the lingo and how they, how they rolled the beat sounded so played to me when I was like a young nigga. I yeah. was like, and that, that, that grabbed me. So, I mean, I, I downloaded the project. I talked about it on here. Like we saw other people, you know, that listened to the podcast was like, "Look, I downloaded this Violent Giant. I'm putting people up on it, yeah. and it's just stayed with us, you know, over the last couple appreciate weeks." That. I appreciate it, man. See, the I hometown remember. been holding us up too. You know what I'm saying? It's like 
back at home, they've been really going crazy over it. They, they, they giving it that replay value, you know what I'm saying? How's the reception on the road when y'all do shows? Oh, man, it's, 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 it's yeah, great. People, following people us, are man. following us. We got, we got some overseas looks. That yeah. people hey man, what people don't realize overseas man. is the love. Listen, the, the cats from the UK, you know, they had it's just they had a magazine over there, and um, so I'm trying to, you know, me, I'm trying to, you know, pay my way in. I can get on the magazine, do my thing. So they send me all this stuff, right? And then I guess they listen to the album and calls me back, like, yo, that's not what we want to do. We need people over here to hear this. Like, this would be big, so we want to do like a promotional thing in the UK for y'all. So I'm like, all right, bet. Yeah. So and it's like. You know, you never know what, what what comes about when you got good music. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Thanks. Good music, man. You know what's wild is because you know, I mean, this shop talk. So we talk about in the barbershop, we talk about race, religion, politics, Definitely. music, or whatever. Yeah. And like a lot of people uh, reach out to us to different things, man. But like we just don't bring artists up here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, listen, I appreciate it. I swear to God, I do. I appreciate all of that because I understand that. I understand, like you know, for for I, I actually have a a, a calling. Radio interview in Vegas tonight too. Okay, you know another cat like I don't know in the same way he just you know reached out and I'm like man, music is universal man. Music man. is for the soul like like it makes you feel so good. People people like I'm like that. I'm like I'm the exact same way. Like uh, most of the music that I find that's good music. Like I said when I met Mo, the same way when I met Mo like. Listening to that music was like crazy. Like it was like Dirty Motown too when oh, I got shit. hip and I'm like oh my god. Yeah. And it was like, you know, a lot of them, a lot of people, like, I like good music. I'm Fact. a fan of good music. Mm-hmm. I don't care whose music it is. It's right. Like, as long as the music is good. What's so crazy, because how, how music can connect people, right? Because I'll listen to to this project from Two Cats from Toledo, who via a musical record, nigga, that's the exact same way I feel. That's my point. So I like the Nas is my favorite, not because Nas is my favorite, right. because Every rapper that y'all touched on is literally the music that I grew up on. That's crazy. Like, it feels like, oh, shit, nigga, this is my musical journey. These are all the rappers. And then, like, on the, the Ray and Ghost, the, the the subtleness that I pay attention to, to the, you know what I'm saying? Just a little bit the of little samples things, in there. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I'm like, nigga, yeah. this is what, this was my musical journey. And a nigga on the other side, well, not the other side, but in the Midwest or yeah. whatever, like, other people... That's how music is so special because yeah. it can connect people who don't know each other from Adam, but mm-hmm. listen to this. Oh, we got a common, we got a common bond. Oh, we got to talk to these things. And what's also what's crazy about like these things, like, like, like you bring up the Rand Ghost record. It's I felt that because the Rand Ghost record is his idea. He has all the best ideas. Let me, let me <laughs> before we even get any further into this, this album would be nothing without Chief. Chief is <laughs> Chief is crazy. So. The Ray and Ghost record is the last record we did, right? Mm-hmm. But it's one of the first records we thought of. Mm-hmm. And um, I come in the studio, we were going to record, and he says, yo, listen to this. I want to do a song called Raekwon the Ghostface Killer Chef. And I'm like, yo, that would be fucking amazing. Yeah. <laughs> That's and a dog-ass hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> listen, hashtag that was, Raekwon the Ghostface Killer that Chef. That was the name of the that song the until song. like a week before the album came out. Yeah. The song was called Raekwon the Ghostface Killer Chef. But I'm like, all right, that's dope. So, like I said, we had we had all these ideas, and you know, once we start having ideas, we just come in and we do them. We do the ideas, you know, as we get them. But we didn't force them. So if we had a beat, we listened to a beat, we like, oh, we can do that one idea to this, right? Yeah, we yeah, do yeah. this. Stuff. We never got a beat for the Raekwon the Ghostface Killer Chef. So the album was finished. It was done, wrapped up. We're doing post production and all that, and we already decided because we did like, like I said, all these songs. We're picking songs. What we're gonna do? We're narrowing them down to 
13, 14 songs. We took our solos off. And uh, he like, well, we did a Rayquan and Ghostface Killer stuff on the next album. You know what I'm saying? We didn't get a beat. Mm-hmm. So I come in the next day to finish, like, to redo a verse or something on my joint. And then he tells me to sit down and he plays this beat. <laughs> my man Gutter made this beat. Shout out to my man Gutter Dave. Shout out the Gutter Dave. That's the only beat he submitted for the album. Fam, the production on this album is amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, real, shout out like, to him. Like, real, yeah, like, like blessed to to be able yeah. to get these type of records. Real talk. Like We got some I, dope I, I don't even like talking about the album because it's mine. Because I feel so strongly about it, I don't want to sound too arrogant. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I mean, yeah. I'm, not only the production, but the mixing and mastering, like everything, it's sound. Sonically, good. it's Appreciate it's just that. amazing, right? And it's and it's and it's exactly how I wanted it to be. Like like I said, I, I said this on the radio in New Jersey, like. I didn't. I, I said I run the risk of sounding arrogant, but I was afraid it might be too good. It might be too good because people don't listen. I mean, this this ain't the type of music people are making anymore, I and I love it. You know, I, I, I will tell you this though, because sometimes this is it's always a pain point for me. So I listen to a project that I really really like. I'm like, well, I want to go listen to the old shit. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying, yeah. and like I'd be scared to listen to the older oh, shit yeah, yeah. because like if it if it's not like like I gotta now I got now I got expectations expectations like, well. or, or even with me and you I like I put Jay up on something like like exactly. when they, it has been once before okay when it when the <laughs> first when the first Kendrick album came yes. out Shout and out to I, Hannibal, my and I was like Jay this up, shit Hannibal? is really fucking good I was and he's like I don't want to listen yeah I didn't want to I wanted to wait till it came out because you know leaks came out yeah I wanted to buy it yeah and I yeah, wanted yeah, to wait yeah, to yeah. the day see back back then I was like if it's online if it's <laughs> if it's online it's mine if I can find it online I'll... and Section Eighty was so fire right yeah oh and he was God. telling me oh it's better than Section like you said he said the bar so high I'm like. Now mm-hmm. I want to listen to it because now I'm gonna think that shit weak. You know yeah. how I felt? I felt I w- I didn't want to hear Eminem's second album. Like, like I said, the first time I hear some things, they stick with me. I had never heard nothing like his first album ever. And then he has this verse in this joint where he says, "I can't rap anymore. I just b- murdered the alphabet." And I yeah. took that so literal. I was so young, and I'm like, he got to have writer's block. Like, and I'm young, and I'm like, <laughs> what else can he say? Right? What else can he say? This shit is insane. What else can he say? He can't say anything. You feel me? They right. say, I, I got your girl on my arm and I'm on with a firearm so big, my entire arm's a giant firebomb. Like, buy your mom a shirt with a slim shady iron on and like, pass the match here, mama. Him and Royce on. over the scary movie beat. Oh, my. Because it's two God. versions. It's yeah. two yes, versions of that yes, song. Yes. But, like, the, the, the version that everybody um, don't yeah, know. Yeah. Um, Unbelievable! Yeah, Insane. Throw my fucking that whole phones. that whole little joint because they they put out like a four uh like I don't know if y'all remember this but it was like a four song little yeah, EP yeah, they yeah, put yeah. out and then they had the the Bad Meets Evil joint that hey, Royce had the uh you touching the sauce box. yeah I, I had it on wax uh, yeah. and when me and my ex wife separated and she started packing shit up it, it suddenly uh, disappeared that's tough <laughs> suddenly that's disappeared tough. so listen uh we giant Royce fans right. Shout out to Royce. As am I. Uh, I. You know, before you get into that, I got a, a, a Royce story. Okay. I want to say because, I, I, and this made me respect Royce so much more because it just he's a he's an artist. Fact. Like I am. You feel me? He's an artist. So one day we're here in uh, we're in Detroit, me and Free and Marv, and we at Greek Town, and, and um, Free goes on Twitter and he says, "I'm in here battling Marv one." And Clemmy and I'm up one nothing. 
So then Twitter started going crazy and we started going back and forth. So then Royce calls Marv, like, where y'all at? And we like, uh, at Greek Town and he like, come downstairs. And he just pulls up and he pull up and he hop out to, you know, Panama. The Panamera just came out. This, this is a while ago. So, you know, he got some hoop shorts on and, and but his ice on and shit. And he pop up and be like, what up? What you doing? He like, man, listen, I just over there chilling with him. It's boring as shit over there. Y'all look like y'all was having fun on Twitter. So I popped up mm-hmm. and he like, freak, uh, they were just about to do the uh, Slaughterhouse mixtape for the second album. They put out a mixtape yeah, before yeah, the second yeah. album was about yeah. to come out. Free's the only one on the mixtape. If I don't know if you know, it's him, he on this, he's the only one on there. And they didn't have no features. And he was like, "We want you on the mixtape, and it's got to be done tonight." So we're like, "All right, bet." So we go, we go to Denai Studio, and we go do the joint, and the power go out in the studio, and they're like, "We got to get it rewired." They're like, "Man, will you stay another day?" So they we stay another day, come. And you know, do the next, do the drink again, and they they push the album back a day just to get free on it. And I'm like, most artists, like artists, not like that. Artists mm-hmm. got pride and and these type of things that people don't do those the type of things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just for just to be just cool, just homeboy stuff. You know what I'm right. saying? Just for your artistry. And he had just got sober like that week. Yeah, that was the week he started his sober thing. Like I'm not, I'm done drinking. You know what I'm saying? So the changes that he was going through and a lot of things. And I'm like, man, I just always. Always done. Always liked Royce. Always was a Royce fan, but that was just made over the top. Like man, you know. So, um, as I think back on every song that I've heard Royce and M on the same song, uh, I can't point to a time where Eminem outshine Royce. Not saying like one verse was whack or another. Like he's the only person I've never heard M outshine. I've never heard M out rap Royce. On the record, I think now he's they can the only person as, say, he's as the, good. He's the only person that can keep up. He's the only person I've ever heard rap that can keep up, mm-hmm. and I believe. I mean, it's tough to keep up with him. He's Eminem. Yeah, he I, set the bar so high, but Royce is like no slouch in any area. In any area, yeah. Which I believe, only- and I believe that that was. I think. Just think about that. Think of what y'all saying though, right? Think about that, knowing that, and then think about you being Royce the Five Nine back then. Think about what you would have did. Like, I, you have to feel some kind of way, right? I, 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 Tommy boy. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I mean, I just, I, don't, I mean, not even that because you know, I know M, M, M helping him and helped him get that deal, helped yeah, on yeah. that. But I don't believe it's enough. You're the biggest star in the world. I'm just as good. That's how I would feel. I'm, I'm like, I feel like I should have more, right? Should yeah. I, I? Should I not have more? I mean, especially then, it's a time where you had to know how to rap, right? Back then, you had to know how to rap. Right now, sure. music, you don't know have to know how to rap to be big. But then, you had to know how to rap. And I'm probably the the second best nigga rapping. Why am I not rich? Why am I not that? I mean, I don't understand. Yeah. And I just feel, I, I understand. How, and, and, you know, and then you get, and imagine that and then the people around you, the shit they're saying. Around him saying, you they're saying, him, you, you, let, you letting the white boy do, you got that, you know what I'm saying? And I, I mean, I could, I can understand, I can understand, and, 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 and Royce is such a, a stand-up guy, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, yeah. he's like, I've son some, he, today, when he made the thing about, dude, yeah. apologizing, so he said, he, some who, things who I said, who am I not, am to, I not to, to, you know apologize. what I'm saying? And I, I respect that 100, because, you know, it was a time where, and how could somebody tell you not to feel that way, right? right? How could you tell him not to feel that way? I remember Beanie Siegel, man, said an interview when 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 him and Meek had to spat, right? Yeah. And he and they're interviewing him, and he was saying during the incident, he said, "I was just trying to talk to Meek, but Meek didn't want to hear me, and I understand he didn't want to hear me because he winning, and I used to be that, and I mm-hmm. wouldn't have been wanting to hear him." 
You got to know that. Like, you got to understand. Like, I understand it. I understand. I can see that because I wouldn't have wanted to hear it when I was meek, when I was up top. You feel me? It's just that it's just that correlation. You feel me? So. It's, 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 I, I respect Royce, man, 100%. And just, and just Royce and his skill level to know that you can walk in any room, any and, booth. And outshine at any, at any time. And I have no fears. I have no, zero fear. By the way, uh, Fred uh, is going to bring, he's going to come back on the show with Royce's son because you know he do music and shit too. Yeah. And uh, he's pretty cold. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so they'll be on soon. That's, dope. That's what's up. Shout out to Fred. Man, dog, I really appreciate you guys coming through, man. Man, listen, Definitely. I really enjoyed this conversation. Go yeah, forever, man. man. I'm telling you, man. We could. I, I, we could. This, is, this is this is the this is this is one of the better the the best you know one of the better interviews I've I've had, man. You guys are, I, I like. I like this. We appreciate <laughs> it. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. it. Tell everybody where they can, if they're not familiar with you, where, where they can find your social media, where they can follow you, find the music, all that. Um. Well, my social media is at Clemmy. Uh, C-L-E-M-M-Y-E And that's on Instagram and Twitter I hardly ever use Twitter Yo, I just got back on Twitter and I, it's, So I, listen, dog I hate crazy. I know, but Twitter is really And everybody keeps Twitter's for smart that, people I, I It's like, for it's, smart people It's like pre You know, Twitter went And then it went away it, But yeah, like did, right yeah. now Everybody's saying that I just don't no, get it I'm, I'm back on there But I'm about to, I, gotta, I guess I gotta start using it I had a campaign I had a fuck Donald Trump campaign Going on okay, we Where I said that. like Fuck Donald Trump For like the first 200 days He was in office Every day Just like day The next day But Y'all I stopped doing I just, I just don't like huh? Twitter uh, The Shop Talk Pod Okay, say your say your uh, Instagram and Oh yeah Y'all could catch me At Chief Alone C-H-I-E-F-A-L-O-N-E that's on. That's all across the board. Um, all social media. And the violent. The album is called Violent Giant, and you can get that anywhere on all iTunes. Platforms. You can go buy it. You can go stream it on any platform that you Title, want. Title Spotify. Anywhere we we just you know play it. Let it play while you sleep. And even, I just we just need the streams, y'all. We need to get this thing going. You feel me? And, and, and you're gonna enjoy. It. You play it while you sleep. You're gonna wake up smarter. And <laughs> <laughs> play it like it's Mozart or Beethoven. Oh, my Twitter is at Chilito because I'm from Toledo. C H I E L E D O. Yeah, man, we really want to thank y'all, man. Shop Talk, man, it was it was it was a blessing, man. Y'all let us come. Yeah, man, we appreciate y'all thing. coming through for sure. Definitely. For sure. Clemmy, one thing before I let you go, before we and we 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 get a benediction and all that. And I joked about this with Marv. I've only seen you. One time ever in life with freshly braided hair. Everybody says that. Marv definitely <laughs> said that. Most people he said he don't leave the house. Never seen it. And I, you know what though? Like, um, it was a thing though back in the day too. Like when I, uh, I used to get out, go out on the road, and, and, and like my manager would be like, "You're not gonna do your hair?" And I'm <laughs> like, "Nah." And I'm like, "You know what stood out though? I always wore my hair wild, right? But then, um, it was this interview, man, that Snoop Dogg had." About uh, what was them cats called? Man, they had to join the joint. What would you do if, if you, you could fuck with me or my crew? crew? Them joints that that was on the uh, thin line between love and hate. Them young cats he had, and he said, "Man, listen." He said, "You know why I fuck with these niggas?" He said, "They just come out like how they are. They don't care. They don't care if their hair is crazy. They don't care about what's going on. They don't need to be. They just want to come and do some music." And that's how I feel. I always felt that way. I always felt, and I don't like. I don't think that people should be able to, like. I've always been confident, you know, but when you're confident, people might people might think that you're arrogant yeah. or people might think that you're whatever yeah, they that's think. that's what I get. And you know what? That's their flaw. 
Facts. You feel me? That's their flaw. You don't like my hair? That's your flaw. I feel so comfortable how I am. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I'm a good guy. I'm I'm, I'm talented. I'm smart. You let me know. Act, let me I, ask you that's this. Not gonna... So when you get old, is you gonna do like when you when you're not gonna do the salt and pepper? You just gonna all white it though. You got to get it dyed <laughs> all white. <laughs> you can't salt and pepper it. I don't know, man. I might just go uh, Razor Ramon on him, man. I might just go get all <laughs> silky. <laughs> have my joint. Razor <laughs> Ramon. Go to salt and pepper. Now that it's starting to come in my beard, the young girls react different. Oh, I'm not doing man. no salt and pepper, man. You can't do the salt and pepper? I'm all white. I'm keep my hair man, dyed all key, white. Man, I just, I, just, I just shaved my head like a month ago, and uh, like I was getting the grays, but I, I wanted it to come in quicker. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on! But and it, I, I I wanted to wait until I uh until it went in for our shade, but I couldn't wait. I don't know. I haven't. I, I'm not a I'm not a planner. I don't plan much, so I really don't know. Right? right. I, I'm not I'm not good with plans. I don't do much of the planning. So, however it is, it's just gonna be what it's gonna be. You feel me? Diet man. They Beijing and now all black. Oh no! I'm a no. Beijing. Nah, niggas got black. You know they whole face. <laughs> They come nah, out looking like they in blackface. They I'm got Beijing. Everybody. I'm a Beijing to white though. <laughs> I seen this this chick on uh oh uh, 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 <laughs> Facebook tell this nigga that I should come over there and lick my thumb and wipe your, your hairline off. It's no way I'm gonna ever let nobody be able to. <laughs> you're, never, like, you're never, you're never be like able that. to do me like that. I can't do it, so I'm all right with this. Man, all right. So this is the final question because now I just I literally just thought about this. Uh, what is the what is one of y'all favorite Nas? Storytelling songs. My favorite. Well, I, don't, I, I mean, I, I know mine out the gate. My okay. favorite one is the joint where he kill his bitch. Undying love. Yeah. Undying love. Is Jesus the, is the, fucking Christ. Oh yeah. man, it's crazy. Everything about it is crazy. Everything about it is crazy. You, you know what tops love, it off for me? What? At the very fucking end of the song, when the cops say, "Fucking nigga." Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Shit. I, and, yeah, and, I agree. And that's crazy because I like I I I like the Carolyn joint. A a lot. From yeah, I like that one so much. You feel me? Because it, it, it's it's more I, I can relate to it way yeah. more. Mm. But I believe that that the the, the love is just the best one by far. No, I agree. Definitely, Definitely agree. Nas is man. I mean, it's pussy kills too. Yeah, Whew. pussy kills is crazy. I I don't know, man. Just everything undying love though, man. Everything about. Hey, what was he just on? He just dropped a verse. Uh, he did that Swiss B echo. Oh, crazy, yeah, crazy. crazy, crazy. That was crazy. Very much so. Swiss killing it right now too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, man. Time for the Benny man. Uh, it's Dame going wild on everything that mattered. Twitter, IG. That's what's it. Tell your mama to at me. Uh, it's Jay Johnson three one three on everything that matters. And more importantly, follow Shop Talk Podcast on Instagram. Follow Shop Talk Podcast on Studios. I'm not saying read a Rockefeller podcast, but we are Jay and Dame. Hell yeah. Peace. Yeah. yeah.